Today's date is April 28th, 2023, and this is episode 19. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooking and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. They're sure biting. Get thee behind me, Satan, and don't push. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert 40 nights and 40 days. When he got tired and hungry, to his father he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, if you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus to the temple up on top. And he said, if you are the son of God, jump off of this golden rock. For the scripture says that angels will slow you falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus, to a mountaintop to show all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below and the devil get told jesus you can't have all that you see if you will just bow down and worship me get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan jesus said get away from me satan jesus said you don't tempt the lord thy god get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Hello and welcome to this is an official Godcast. Thank God it's Friday. My name is Ron Johnson. I'm here with Flightworks Mary and Jeff tonight, giving her special testimony. Our special guest, Shemaine Nugent. Let's welcome everyone in. I want to start with Flightworks Mary. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How's your week been? Oh, it's been busy. You know what time of month it is? Month end. It's the month end? It's the month end. Mm-hmm. I'm a bean counter, mm-hmm. you know, so. You poor thing. You've been busy all week. 
Yeah. I get one week out of the month where I'm, I'm not too busy right in the middle, <laughs> but it's been a whole week. We made it. We're back. Yes. We have a special co-host tonight. Yes. From do. brothers in a Bible listeners. Would you welcome? Jeff? How are Woo-hoo. you? Jeff? Doing good brother. Thank y'all for having me. It's a, it's a privilege. It's just an honor. Glad to be here amongst you fine people looking forward to tonight's show. It's just quite a guest that you, you guys have gotten here. All praise to God. I mean, you guys do fantastic. All guests are great, but tonight is very special. I'm sure everyone's going to really enjoy this. Yes. We yes. like to surround ourselves with good people and yes, we, Mary and I couldn't have found two better tonight. So thank you both. Yes. That brings us to our testimony girl tonight. Shemaine, how are you? I am fabulous. How are you guys? Fantastic. Welcome. Welcome to the Godcast. So good to have you here. Thank you. I feel like I'm amongst friends, but maybe that's because I already listened to you guys. So I know you, I know your voices and it it feels like home. Yeah. That's nice to hear. We listen to you too. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yeah, I do. do. I do. Um, You know, Doug was just on your show recently. um, Yes. And Matt was with you, Mary's Mary's uh, friend Matt. Um, But and I've uh, had Scott on a few times. Yep. Yep. On my show, Faith and Freedom, on Real America's Voice every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Yes. Yes. Love it. We loved it. Um, So much about you that I really didn't know. I mean, I knew who you were, but. One thing that I didn't realize is, well, we, we spoke the other day. We actually went to the same high school, which is pretty cool. Unbelievable. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And there's something. Um, We probably lived within a few miles of each other. I don't think we ever got to that point. You know, know where I grew up on East Duluth, right across from Selfridge Air Force Base. Yes. But I didn't hear where you grew up, grew up. Um, Do you remember Beachwood Apartments? Over on Metro Parkway, 16 Mile Road. Yep, I was was right there. And then, uh, you know, my parents were divorced, and my mom, um, she lived over at 14 and a half in Harper. Just a few miles away. Yeah, Clinton Township. Crazy. And um, also, um, you've you've just written a book, but 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 you've written many books. You're an author, but your new book is on um, the home. Well, it's not out. It's not out yet. It's on. It's called Killer House. And it's going to be available in the next couple of weeks. I'm trying to get ready for Bards Fest, but also NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando. So it's, yeah, that book is about, it's my story, my testimony, basically, of losing my home that was once featured on MTV Cribs and also losing my health to toxic mold that we never yes. saw. We just kept getting sicker and sicker. And, you know, you talk about, testimony and and why people do what they do my why is really because i got sick and almost died yeah yeah that's an that's an amazing story i i can understand i had moved into a place one time that had black mold it took me the longest time to figure out why i was constantly having headaches why i would wake up in the morning with you know with nosebleeds you know why i just i felt run down all the time and it it took the longest time to find out because you don't notice these things right away and you yeah, don't and think about them either. You don't this think was about mold. 20 years ago too. So nobody was talking about it yeah. back then. I mean, people, doctors, I mean, I can, I can tell you more about it if you want to know, but yeah, that's, that's my latest book. 
and and there's excited. another one in the the title got me i saw okay. it and i forget which which, which site i was on but it was a bestseller on the site kill it and grill it yeah that's a yeah. <laughs> kill it and grill it yes that's not um, like my kind of book right there because i'm I a mediator wrote that with my husband and for those of you who are listening and don't know my husband is ted nugent and i never I was never around hunting or guns or even rock and roll before I met Ted. It was pretty much baptism by fire. <laughs> I really <laughs> had no idea really what I was getting into. But uh, yeah, Ted introduced me to bow hunting and we wrote this wild game cookbook called Kill It and Grill It, which features recipes from Africa when we've been hunting where I got this zebra with my bow and arrow that you oh, see behind me. Cool. So yeah. And also so something I didn't know about know, you. It's very cool. The oh. zebra right behind you. <laughs> you awesome. know, it, it, feel, it not only feels empowering, but for years, I hid the fact that I was a bow hunter. I thought, oh my gosh, the animal rights activists are going to come after me. And in fact, we had death threats. I had death threats uh, and against our son because we chose to eat meat. And now more than ever, I am very happy, not only that I'm a hunter, but that I'm a bow hunter. And I have no problem talking about it now. So ask me anything. I'll, I'll talk, talk about my zebra hunt or any other hunts, but I've killed, I don't know how many, a hundred um, from uh, kudu to white-tailed deer, fallow deer, black-buck antelope, owl dad, scimitar horn oryx, um, yeah, lots. But you and Ted I have a philosophy wanted. about hunting. You guys, you guys eat everything well, yeah. you shoot. I was telling and you, I've, and I've heard I you was, tell me about all the venison that you donate as well. Yeah, we. Um, so uh, when we were just preparing and we got online before we started talking tonight, um, for before we went live, I was telling you, wait, I gotta go stir the spaghetti that I made with venison. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't buy. We don't occasionally, um, Ted will want a leg of lamb, but we don't buy meat from the store. We do have our own chickens that we're raising on our property and we get eggs. Um, but yeah, it's this is these are different times, guys. I'm yeah. proud to be a hunter, I'm proud to get my hands dirty and grow my own, so to speak, grow my own garden vegetables. And it's it's interesting times, but Mary had asked me. You know, do you have a favorite uh, scripture? And this always comes up for me is Esther 414. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but you, that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Right. And I think that applies so much now, I mean, sometimes I, I look at my life and, you know, when you're introducing me saying, I don't know, I'm a special guest. I'm, I'm looking behind me like, <laughs> who, who else? You have somebody else? Right. I don't yeah. feel that special at all. I know I'm married to somebody who is very special, but we live a very uh, different life. We live off the land. We do, you know, we've met presidents and lots of celebrities. But I think it's the hunting that my husband has always done since he was about 10 years old that has kept his feet down to earth. And 
when you live off the land and you don't buy meat from the store and you go to the freezer and you unwrap something that says access deer, you know, the month and the day, it just, it becomes habit for us. But I encourage others to start to take up bow hunting, start to look at it and hunting in general, because we need it now more than ever. And I think that scripture really resonates with me that, I don't know, maybe, maybe I was born for such a time as this. Maybe, you know, you guys were too, so that we can get this word out to other people to help wake them up and to help yes. bring them to God. That's why we're here. Yes. Yes, exactly. I've always wanted to learn to bow hunt and I haven't yet. Um, I was, I had set up a class um, with the social group that we have um, called um, King's Ranch and um, then the coal pandemic hit. And so they canceled all these classes, but um, I, I've always been attracted to that because I think that it's, um, I just like the quietness of it. It's I think, so, you know, it's so peaceful. Like I've gun hunted a couple times and I'm not interested. I kind yeah, of learned backwards and started with, yeah. pardon me. They're completely different from bow hunting. To be, you know, I have to be, cause I don't draw a real heavy bow. I draw, now I'm at about 32 pounds. At one point it was at 40. When I got this zebra in Africa, it was 40, a little bit over 40, but I have to be a better shot because I can't send that arrow through and break the shoulder bone. Right. I have to wait for what I'm doing for those of you who are listening. I'm turning sideways and I'm putting <laughs> one of my arms out in front. So that's, that would be the animal's leg. And then you have to quarter turn away. So you have to get that soft tissue. So I have to imagine doing that and having, have you guys ever been in that situation where you've been that close Do you bow hunt? And your heart Ryan? feels like it's going to pour out of your oh. chest while this is going on. Ha, you're wondering for sure they can hear my heart beating. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's like I'm doing Zumba sitting still. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very exciting, but you know what? Everything else goes away. Everything meaning, oh, I've got these bills to pay. Yeah, I've got this world. to do. I've got this checklist of things to do. It's I've really got, easy you know, to get close with God when you're out in the woods bow hunting. It really is. It's yep. a beautiful thing. And what yeah, I just got a, a little lesson. Oh, <laughs> like a 30 second lesson, you know, maybe, maybe at an upcoming Bart's Fest, I could actually have an archery demonstration and lesson. I think that's a great, that idea. would be awesome. We'll have to talk to Scott about that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Shemaine, one other thing that I didn't know, uh, but I just recently learned you have a master's degree. I do. Yeah. I do. So part of my testimony, my, my history is that I was getting debilitating migraines to the point where I was popping medication where the side effects listed on the bottle was may cause headaches, which is strange, um, may cause stroke, may cause death. I was taking this medication three or four or five times a week endlessly. I went to dozens of different doctors and nobody could help me. Again, now I, it was all related to toxic mold growing between the walls of my home that we never saw. I am a little OCD. I like to have things clean and I certainly didn't see mold growing anywhere. But when I went to doctors, they said, oh, you're just too stressed or you're just too this or that. 
And I'll never forget one doctor actually gave me, do you remember cassette tapes? Oh yeah. I used to A make some cassette. mean mixtapes. <laughs> A mixtape. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to make them for my girlfriend, you know, <laughs> there you go. So one doctor gave me an album where you would open it up and there was like six or nine cassette tapes with uh -huh. nature sounds on it. And he said, close the door, turn off the lights, just listen to these nature sounds on tape. And I'm like, well, well, that's dumb. Why don't I just go out, go outside and sit in a tree stand with my husband? And right. that's, so that's really when I started to learn about bow hunting, but get into the master's degree. I knew that there, there was a connection to the mind and the body. When you are stressed, when somebody says something to you that catches you off guard and, you know, hurts your feelings, it affects you physically. There's a phys physiological connection between the mind and, and the body. And I thought, okay, well, if I want to find out more about this and really why I'm getting these migraines, and I'll, I'll talk about one major issue that contributed to that, but I, I thought, well, I might as well get a master's degree out of it. So I did, that's, I got a master's degree in metaphysics. And I think that really opened me up. A lot of people might say, oh, it's very, I've had actually publishers turn me down, Christian publishers turn me down because I have a master's degree in metaphysics. But really what it did was open me up to becoming a, a seeker, becoming really uh, closer to God. It was one of those stepping stones. I think many of us who have, I, I wasn't raised in a household where my family prayed together. I was raised a Catholic and went to Catholic school for the first three years and went to masses on Sunday, but I never understood what was going on. I knew the exact time to kneel and stand and sit. I knew where to, you know, where to find the, the Psalms to sing. And I, I, I didn't really know much about it. So my master's degree in metaphysics really led me to um, becoming more, I think, of a seeker and to find out more about this spiritual connection. And now I, I feel like, you know, there are all, I'm not ashamed of it at all. But again, I think there are some people who go, oh, she's one of the new agey people. I think, you know, there are all parts of our past that, that have caused us to get to the next level, to, to step up even higher and closer to God. Yeah. And that's what that did for me. Well, I, I'm completely impressed. I mean, you're obviously the smartest person in the room. <laughs> oh, stop. Here, here and, I'm looking and, again. Are you and, talking to the zebra behind me? And after all of this, this is stuff that I had learned after our sound check, and I felt so embarrassed for asking you, how come your husband hasn't run for governor? I should have been asking you, how come you, you haven't run for governor? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I was very close to not running for governor, although that did come up. But so well, a friend of it. mine who is Anna Paulina Luna, she's going to be on my show this Sunday on faith and freedom on Real America's Voice. So you could see it at realamericasvoice.com or rumble slash realamericasvoice, 10 a.m. Eastern. She's a guest and uh, she's a friend of mine in, in Florida. I have a she shed. Are you familiar with the term she shed? Yes. Okay. 
I have a she shed in Naples, Florida. And, and <laughs> Anna has been at so many of the different Patriot rallies and charity events that I've been going to over the years in Naples. I've lived there on and off for 25 years, had a place there. And when I, I got banned on Twitter, when I did this silly lip syncing video, there's a song, I don't even know the name of it, but I don't know who does it, but it's, please excuse me, I don't sing, but it's, what you doing? Where are you at? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> do you know that song? I don't think Jeff, I do. you know it, right? No. You know it. No? Does okay. it play on a Christian no. radio station? No. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's no. some kind of pop song. Okay. Oh, so okay. I, did, I don't know it. great though. Okay. No, it doesn't. I don't sing, but it was, I'm lip syncing in this video that got me banned on Twitter. Oh my goodness. I have a phone held up to my head, my face, like I'm calling somebody and I'm lip syncing those words. What you doing? Where you at? And the text on the screen said, calling president Trump to ask when he's coming back. Boom. <laughs> I, I am to this day permanently banned on Twitter. I have you too. I have um, Jeff tried says to, him too. Still, even with yeah. Elon, and I've yeah. seen other people going, "Hey, Elon, you know, let Shemaine Nugent back on Twitter." <laughs> I apply. I, um, uh, I, I questioned it. What is it called when you question it? Um, there's a appeal. Specific, An appeal. Appeal. I appealed it even even yesterday morning so i haven't heard anything yet but dozens of time I, I i've appealed it but i think the the reasoning for that is uh, there's a, there's a few reasons number one when COVID, can we say we can say anything right I just prefer yeah. that you don't say any swear words. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I know you thing. don't, so I'm not worried Here's about it. But thing. yeah, you can say anything. You know who my husband is, and he never misses an opportunity to curse. Never right. misses an opportunity. And he's not banned. I have to, he's not banned. And right. I, am. I know. I love it. But I'll tell you, this is why I think it is. So when the pandemic, the pandemic first started, I talked about, I've been in the health and fitness industry for 43 years, four, three, like a long time. And I started talking about, wow, we've got, you know, let's take care of our health. Let's get natural remedies. Let's get vitamin D from the good, from the sun, get our hands in the soil and get the energy from the dirt and the grounding. You know, yeah. You're not allowed to have any of that stuff, pain, <laughs> all that stuff. So that in a combination with, I knew that this vax was not good i started yeah. researching what was in it and i don't think i really came out and said don't get it i just really promoted healthier options non-toxic options and um maybe i was pro-trump a few times and then I'll, all of a sudden I'm, in, I'm banned so i don't understand <laughs> yeah figures say <sighs> la vie yeah. Okay. The I'm gonna, only reason I'm gonna... why the only reason why it does bother me, a lot of people will say, "Well, you don't need it anyway." I do programs. In fact, I'm putting together an online program about overall health and wellness with some of these things that I learned to cure myself and my family from toxic mold. I had a choice when I got really sick to go to someplace like the Mayo Clinic or go to a place where it's called the environmental health center in dallas and part of the reason we moved to texas 
where I could be treated with natural remedies. And this is 20, 23 years ago. I, I'm doing vitamin IVs, infrared wow. sauna, uh, and changing my diet. So I've been doing these things for a long, long time, oxygen. And I, I'm putting together these online programs to help people. That's all I want to do is help people. Yeah. I, I get, I want to say I get high from helping people. Like it, it buoys my soul to see people, especially with toxic mold and that I've spoken out more about it lately, that I've helped them in any way. People are, and there was one time when I did a, a live on Facebook where one guy said, I want to die. I want to commit suicide right now. All the people, I, I refocused my whole life. I don't even know what it was about at that time. But I saw that comment pop up while I'm doing a live video. And I said, let's all pray for, for this guy. I don't remember his name. Absolutely. Yeah. And a couple of people said, where are you at? I'm going to come get you. I'm going to take your fish yeah. in. Um, where are you at? We're going to come. So that, I mean, that you can't, you can't buy that feeling that you get from helping someone yeah. save their life. Yes. And know? that's what you got to do. Uh, uh, Shemaine, just uh, real quick, tell us about your podcast and tell us about your book that's coming out. And then we're going to go to announcements and I'll open in prayer. Okay. So okay. your podcast and your book. Podcast is on Real America's Voice. It's called Faith and Freedom. And it's Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You can watch it on Rumble slash Real America's Voice or realamericasvoice.com. And I'm hoping to do Podbean, a, a long extended podcast sometime soon. And I will let you know. But if people want to follow me and find out when my book is available in the next couple of weeks, you can go to my website, Shemaine nugent.rocks r-o-c-k-s and mary if you can put that up on our telegram page for our listeners to get to it as well okay we'll do awesome uh just uh two small announcements next week we have a gentleman by the name of cj hicks he is a close personal friend of mine uh at my church he's my sunday school teacher one of one of many um but a great guy you're really gonna enjoy that and then after that we have little red rocking chair and um, I think a lot of you here know and love Laura, and we're going to enjoy having her here. Um, and that yes. is May 12th. Laura's May 12th. Yes. And yes. tonight we have Conley, but Conley, and he's here in the audience tonight, he's given everybody late slips, and he recommended that everybody <laughs> stay tonight. He told me so personally at his show last night. I heard it. And after Conley's show, just laughing. He said that, Jeff. He did. I believe you. He did. He said that. And then, uh, what's that? Oh, 9 o'clock. Then we got 9 o'clock, Barzi. 9 o'clock Eastern, 1030, Kilted Christian. And uh, what's uh, tomorrow and Sunday is Brothers in a Bible. So tomorrow, 8 o'clock. This is my favorite show right here. Brothers in a Bible, 8 o'clock Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, live at Podbean if you want to be involved in the chat. It's a lot of fun. And then Scott's uh, pulling the midnight shift again, doing Fishers of Men tonight. Don't miss Scott's Fishers of Men at midnight. Absolutely awesome. You have no need to go anywhere. Stay right here on Podbean all night long and fall asleep with your phone in your hand. That's how we do it. And Jeff is going to lead us off with a prayer, and then we'll get right into Shemaine's testimony. 
Awesome. Yeah, let's let's do this. And by the way, don't drop your phone on your face because it'll dial in. Mary. Right. <laughs> you never down. know. You never know who you might butt dial, right? right? Oh yeah. Well, I no not using the phone, so I guess no no danger okay. of the face dialing. <laughs> I'm known for that, apparently. Just tease her about that because that was so funny when she did that that night. I still remember it very well. I was sitting on the lazy boy and I I dropped the phone on my face and dialed into the show. Oh, you nose. did? Oh yes, God. and I didn't know I was talking on it. So when they when they answered, Mary, were you snoring? <laughs> I was I was laughing and trying to get up out of the chair, and it was a big commotion. She was trying to get out of there. She couldn't. She couldn't figure out how to get out of the end of, end of call. It was funny. Good times. Good times. Bless your heart, though. I mean, I'm picking on you, but it, it's good stuff. If you can make people laugh, then you yes. done your job. You've done your yep. job. So, yes. well, let's pray real quick and let's get into this so uh, everybody can get going. If you would, everybody, just bow your head, please. Our most gracious, kind, heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for the gathering we have here today. Lord, we ask your blessings upon our our, our guest tonight, Lord Shemaine. We just ask, Lord, that you would just fill her heart with what needs to be said for those ears to hear. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of having this podcast and, and others like Bards and Kilter Christian and so many more others. Lord, that your message gets out into the world because this is a time in our society, especially right now today, that we need to have your word in our hearts and we need to be living by your word. We need to be seeking you. And Father, with saying that, I just thank you and praise you for, for the gift that your son gave us on that cross, the gift of salvation, that all we have to do is confess our mouth and believe in our heart, Lord. And it's that simple. And I just pray tonight that if there's one here that's hearing this, or even maybe later on that is lost, that today, the day that they hear it, would be a day of salvation. Father, we just ask you to go with us tonight, Lord, that you would open up hearts and minds and doors. Let everything be about you and nothing about ourselves. Help us to decrease that you would increase through us. Father, continue to bless us and thank you for the many blessings you've given us today, our homes, our health, our food, our families, our friendships that we have, Lord. And we just ask you to continue to build those and give us more of those, Lord. And we ask for a world that is full of corruption and evil, Lord, that you too would bring them also back to where they need to be. All things are possible until that trumpet sounds. Then it's a different story, Father. We, we've read your word. We know what goes on there. And I just pray today that, that hearts will be touched, minds will be open. Father, we praise you and we thank you. And we ask all these things according to your will and your beloved son, Christ Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Okay. Now for our favorite part of the show and uh, for our, for our listeners that are here with us live, please, if you have a prayer request, uh, feel free to tag Mary and chat and uh, we're going to pray for you at the end of the show um, for Shemaine that's given her testimony. Shemaine's given us permission to interject, to interrupt, to ask questions. So yeah, if anyone in live please. chat has any questions, please uh, shoot those questions out to myself, to Mary, to Jeff. Uh, to one of us, and uh, we'll try and catch that and get that question to Shemaine. So, without Ex further except yes. for the question, can Ted come to my brother's niece's <laughs> wedding? <laughs> Whatever. That's not allowed. No. All three of us found it. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, my yeah, Shemaine, we, we do. We want to thank you for taking time out of your life and your family. And uh, well, like I said, it, it feels like family. Our family room 
so to speak, has extended. There's one good thing that came out of the pandemic is that we all found out what Zoom is, yeah. right? Yeah. And we can utilize these airwaves for good, you know, calling people to the kingdom. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, you, we're going to get, we're going to hand you the mic. You have the floor. Go for it. Um, okay. Tell us, tell yeah. us all about what God's done in your life. Yes. We're so excited yes. to hear. Thank you so much. I, you're welcome. Um, I started out saying earlier that I wasn't raised in a, in a family where we prayed a lot. I was raised in a Catholic family, but back then when I was growing up in the sixties and seventies, I think feelings weren't a big part of, you know, what, what parents spent or talked about with their kids. And, um, like I said, I went to Catholic school and I probably memorized some scripture and knew when to stand and kneel and, and those kinds of things and in mass, but I didn't really understand what was going on. I never really had a real close connection or personal relationship with Jesus until I think as with most of us, unless you've been raised in a household where your parents are pastors or, you know, your parents really do have that connection and they speak openly about God and study scripture with you. That didn't happen in my family. I had to kind of figure it out on my own. And when when those things inevitably happen that bring us to our knees for everybody's got a story to tell and those things that bring us to our knees ultimately bring us closer to god and there were a couple big things that happened when i was a, an adult i was engaged to be married before i met ted and my fiance at the time it was he did he i had this sense that he was cheating on me and i found it out in in a really unusual way and it really threw me for threw me for a loop i was at a house party not not the type of really i mean back then i never even i never drank growing up i never i have a glass of wine now and then now but i don't really care for the hard stuff i don't even know the difference between whiskey and what's the other one i don't know either no whiskey and rum yeah that bourbon bourbon thank you yeah, yeah all those yeah. things um so i wasn't a party girl you know and i like i said i didn't go to any rock concerts i didn't even know who ted was but so i was at this party and this girl that i did suspect that my fiance was cheating on me with she was i just didn't care for her and she was coming towards me at the party and I'm looking around like, where can, how can I escape this? And she was very bold and I'm more of a soft-spoken person, I guess not, I don't like confrontations. And she was telling me about her new apartment and I was just making, you know, okay, well, that's great. Sounds great. You know? And she said, you should come and see it. And I said, yeah, okay. Um, you know, give me the address. And she said, well, your fiance knows where it is. He came over last weekend and we spent the night. Oh, man. And I literally, you know, like I said, it just, it, my knees were wobbling and I ran in the bathroom and I remember sliding down the wall in the bathroom and just going, I just want to go home. 
I just want to, I, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I didn't want to be a part of that. And so we called off the wedding and that was one of the things that, you know, set, set me on this journey to be a seeker and how do I feel at peace in my heart? You know, how do I get this, this horrible angst out? And I remember praying, I just want to go home. And then there was another super significant instance. Um, in, and I've talked about it. I, I wrote about it in my book called Married to a Rockstar. And I wrote about it in my last book as well, Four Minutes to Happy, that um, five years into my marriage with Ted, Ted had uh, an affair and had a child with another woman. And if you can imagine, um, it's probably the worst thing that you could do to a spouse, the worst, yeah. most upsetting. Uh, and at the time, you know, I had, I had a five-year-old son. And so all these things were going through my mind, like, well, I should probably get divorced, but what's going to happen to my son? And in, in Ted's world, um, it, it's like a well-oiled machine. You know, when you're, you guys probably don't know about this, but Mary, you might, the good old fashioned jumping rope where you have two people twirling and you're like waiting for the, waiting for your turn to get in and you're like yeah. getting the rhythm, getting the rhythm, yes. getting the rhythm. Yes. Once you're in, you're in. And yeah. the rhythm of him, of my husband going on tour 200 days a year is a very well-oiled machine. And I just thought, Number one, I didn't want to ever have a day, have an hour that I couldn't be with my son. I didn't want ever want anybody to tell me, no, it's not your, your day. It's, to not, your weekend it's not your weekend. Yeah. It's not your weekend. It's not your holiday. It's not. I just thought, so all these things were going on in my mind. And, and the other really important thing is that Ted wanted to save our marriage. We went to counseling and we did everything we could to work on it. And it's not perfect. I don't know many marriages that are, but we made it work. And for us, like I, at that point, I, I made a commitment to God and that was really significant for me to, you know, try to make this work. It's not, again, it's not perfect, but I wanted to make it work. But there was a time when I was really going through the motions and trying to figure out what to do. And again, feeling that horrible feeling in my chest, my whole body, like adrenaline surge, constant, like constant yeah. flight or fight. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And I walked around indoors with big, dark, you know, Jackie O sunglasses on. So my son wouldn't see me crying all the time. And yeah. thankfully, Honestly, I had him to take care of. I had to make his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I had to take him to school. I had to pick him up from school. I had to do things for him, which now I see is such a blessing that I had that. But there was a time, and I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know if I wrote about this in my book, uh, the first book, but there was a time when I wanted to die from this. I wanted to not live with this feeling and I didn't know how to escape it. And then, of course, again, my son was like the, the key factor for saving me, really, that I had to make his 
lunch. I had to make his breakfast. I had to tuck right, him in. Yeah. Who's going to, you know, so that really saved me. And I remember again, that time I just, I just kept saying, I just want to go home. I just want to go home, but I didn't know where home was. Right. And then mm -hmm. fast forward a few years after I started studying metaphysics to deal with migraines and going to church, I brought my son up in, in, in a Christian church, his, um, or Christian school. He went to Christian school his first few years and brought him up in the church. Ted wouldn't go because he would say, I can't hear what they're saying, which it is true. He's, he's very hard of hearing and, but still no excuse, but, um, I made that effort to make sure that he had a Christian foundation. And ultimately I, I think the last 10 years, there was never, there was never a time when I, you know, can say, uh, okay, I accepted Jesus on this day at this hour. I think it was a long process and I was baptized as a kid and growing up in the Catholic church, I went through the formalities, but it was different when I was older. And I think for, for me anyway, I don't know anybody else's experience, but it was more meaningful because I came to it eagerly. I can't, I wasn't force fed. This is what you have to do. These are the verses you have to learn. I wanted, and I'm, I'm like a sponge. I read the Bible every day. I'm by no means a theologian. I know a couple of verses, but it's saved my life. It's changed me. And now as, as I, th I think my goal in life is to change people's lives and to bring them closer to God. And I, I was just doing a zoom call for this about putting together this online program that about healthy living that I want to do. And they said, well, what's your goal? And I said, well, with women, again, Mary might know this. Sorry, guys, you might not know this, but <laughs> Ron and Jeff, maybe you do. I don't know. A lot of women, you know, in fashion, they might say, well, what is the look you're going for? Yeah. And I, I told this team of people that I'm working with, I said, you know, the look I'm going for is when I meet God and I hear, well done, good well done. and faithful service, servant. So that's, right. that's my testimony. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, no, I like that how you brought that out there about um so basically what you're saying in a nutshell is you finally made a choice. You you finally you went looking for him and you found him. You had a relationship, you made a choice, no more of listening to what others say. This is something that I personally won't. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and really honestly, so Scott talks about Pastor Anthony a lot. Pastor Anthony, recently he has anyway. I don't know. Have you guys heard him talk about Pastor Anthony? Is he the one from, he the one from California? No, from Florida. 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 So okay. he's he's my pastor oh, that's right. yes. in Florida in Florida. And it's just, you know how uh Ron, you and I grew up in the same town. Mm -hmm. Well, Pastor Anthony, uh, Dave Bryan, who's a friend of or uh, who's a friend of Scott's, um, went to the same um church and we're we're trained in spiritual warfare together together oh, wow. <laughs> it's just it's crazy but so pastor anthony has really been encouraging me to to step out and speak out and it's funny because i was saying this to 
to someone uh, recently, they said, you know, with your following and you want to do this, you want to write this book and you want to do this program, you know, you can make a lot of money and you could be really famous. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to be famous. I really don't. And I see number one, I see what my husband goes through. And I like the fact that I can go grocery shopping (laughs) incognito, (laughs) like sweaty from working out at the gym or whatever. But Pastor Anthony's really encouraging me to step out and speak out and um, training me up as a spiritual warrior. And he came backstage to a concert last summer during my 60th birthday. Um, he came to a, a concert of Ted's backstage and I, I have laid, I was laying the foundation with Ted about what I've been going through the past couple of years and about studying the Bible more often and about, you know, I'm getting to, I'm getting bolder and braver with my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And there's, for those of you guys who are listening, if you know, you, ha- you have to pick and choose your battles. I can't harp. Yes. If I were to harp on Ted all the time about his swearing, he would, you know, I'm not going to win that one, right? That, that battle's right. not the one I'm going to win. Yeah, it's, yeah so, it's not the hill you want to die on. It's right? not, no. There are others, and this is one of yes. them. So Pastor Anthony came back before Ted's concert backstage, and there were a bunch of people back there, and Ted's just getting ready by himself in his room, literally minutes before he goes on stage in his dressing room. And I'm like, okay, this I'm going to make this work right now. Pastor Anthony, I'm going to bring you back into Ted's dressing room. You got about two minutes. <laughs> so I put them together. I put them together. And, you know, Ted met him in passing. Hey, how you doing? Those kinds of things. But um, Pastor Anthony said, Ted, brother, can I pray for you? And they prayed together. And it was powerful for me. That led to about a month later, um, Ted, uh, I was talking to Pastor Anthony and on the phone and Ted was nearby. And I don't know, I don't remember how I said, Ted, you want to talk to Pastor Anthony or whatever? He, Pastor Anthony said, Ted, will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he said, yes, I will. Beautiful. Praise God. Yep. That is so so awesome. Yeah. I can just picture that happening and your heart being so full. You know, so Awesome. And it I'm is making baby steps, you know, yeah, it's absolutely amazing when you see somebody you love go through that. It really is. Yep. Man, the love of awesome. God. Yes. How lucky are we? Huh? How blessed are we? Yeah, it's, it's amazing to see, you know, especially the rock and roll industry. You talk about spiritual warfare. Oh, and Pastor Anthony used to work with Lenny Kravitz. That's how I know he's, he, he brought in Steven Tyler too. A lot of people have so many, so much going on, so much yeah. demonic activity. And now um, there have been situations recently that I just go, nope, can't do it. Not going there. Not going to go. Mm-mm. No. So I have my boundaries. I got to pick and choose my battles. Yeah. What a joy. Keep, what a that, joy. keep that, that family tight. That's, uh, that, that, that's, that's where, that's where my head's at is, um, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And, and that's, that's one of Scott's biggest things is, you know, um, getting your house right, you know, yeah. 
getting your house I mean, right, getting your family right. You have a child, um, Shemaine and your, and, uh, your son, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's a believer as well. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I, I think we were, you, we were talking about this on or off air beforehand. We all have people in our lives yeah. who are lost, yeah. whether it's in immediate family or friends and they just don't get it. And all you can do is keep praying for him and keep praying for him. Look, it's Ted and I've been married 34 years and now he's just coming to Christ. So it's, it don't give up. Don't give up on people. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you, sometimes you're just, you're Jesus to people, you know, rather than speaking Jesus to them, just, you know, that presence of him in their lives, you know, so that, that's what impressed me about, your story that you shared tonight too is that you were a, a presence there and that it you know the holy spirit just really guiding you into which which battles to, mm-hmm. to engage in like you said or you know where to step in and it's so important not to we all want to just step on top of god sometimes like on what he's trying to do because we're so excited and we want people to know it mm-hmm. yes you know and it takes a lot of temperance and patience to just let God work in it. So the hard part is the waiting, you know, especially with what we're going through right now with the world. We see, we're talking about this before Jeff, that, you know, the human trafficking that's going on, it breaks my heart and I know it breaks your heart. Um, and we just keep praying. We know God, um, has a plan, but it's, it's so hard to wait and, and watch tomorrow. I was going to tell you guys tomorrow, we are going to be at a rally for um, it's the border force legislate legislation that's creating a civilian law enforcement and military line of defense to turn back invaders on our border here in Texas to not let them into our country. Sometimes we have to take things into our own hands. You know, we, I know what you're saying, Mary, is so true. And and we've all got a way out. Do we go ahead? Do we do we feel inspired by God to to step into a certain situation? But there are certain things that we've got to take into our own hands as well. I would agree with that. You know, there's a lot of there's even a lot of biblical behind that. There was a lot of times where David prayed and then went to fight and there's a, there's a lot of other people, Elijah, Gideon, so on and so forth. But, you know, it doesn't mean we want to cause harm to anyone. That's, that's not the, that's not the point. It's just the fact that God's word repetitively, especially in the old Testament tells us we are not supposed to tolerate evil. Now it's on a lot of different, uh, obviously a lot of different levels, of course, but you know, I, I agree with that. I think that it's time for the people to, to get off our hind ends it's like we look up at, at heaven and we expect God, you know, here it is, God, this is what I want. And I'm just going to sit down on the couch and wait for you to drop it in my lap. Well, that's not how it necessarily works. It's you do your part and I've got the rest kind of thing. And we yeah. need to get motivated and we need to get other people motivated in the churches, outside of the churches, in our own homes, and especially in our own lives. And we need to go out here and faith without works is dead. That doesn't mean works get you to heaven. That's simply saying, if you have faith, then you should have works to go along with it. 
Mm. And a lot of times we're, we're missing the mark on that. Yeah. It, it's never been more obvious to me now when I'm, you know, I've read the Bible before in pieces, never fully all the way through. And I'm doing that right now. I'm doing the one year Bible and every day I'm reading, you read the old Testament, new Testament, um, Psalm and proverb. And it just, it makes so much sense to me now that I understand that this is a war. And yeah. I used to be, I, I was raised a people pleaser. I used to, I would roll out the red carpet for you. Do you, you know, what do you need? I'll get it for you. I would love to help people and, and do certain things, but we have to take care of our house. We take care, meaning we have to take care of our health. This is one of the ministries that has been put on my heart that I'm, I might be developing because nobody's talking about that. You know, we all need to be warriors. We all talk about, you know, putting in the full armor of God. Of course, yes, we're going to do that. And then we're, you know, some people are drinking sodas nonstop or still smoking or 80% of Americans are obese and eating fast food every day. I could, I could talk more about that, but I really want to encourage people to start getting their house in order, meaning getting their health in order, getting their life in order and putting on that full armor of God, because gosh, the devil is taking every opportunity now to attack every single opportunity. And it's, it's amazing to me, you know, Esther 414 is kind of, I, I kind of, I want to say I smile thinking about that because this, these, it's kind of an exciting time. Wouldn't you agree? And it makes you feel like a warrior too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I often say, um, we're built for this. Yeah. Yeah. You were made you for know? this. Yeah. We right. were made for such exactly. a time as like this. And if we look at what Esther went through, you know, the little bit of conniving, you know, to get the king together and to, to put the banquets on and to, you know, to set the table, to set the mood. I just got like, I just got, got goosebumps. <laughs> Why can't we do that now? Why are we sitting back waiting? We need to have these border rallies. We need to protect our house, our country. There are fighting age men, millions of them coming across our border. China's buy, buying up land. And we're sitting back? I don't think so. I think God wants us to fight and take back control of our country. One soul at a time. 100%. Oh, I, you know you. what? Something just, just came to me. We were talking about earlier about me getting into politics. And I yes. started telling you a story about how I was uh, banned on Twitter. May I finish that story? Sure. Yeah, go okay. ahead. We'd love to hear so, it. my friend, Anna Polina Luna, who is going to be on my show Sunday on Real America's Voice, 10 a.m. Sunday, East, 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, also, Sam and Kevin Sorbo are going to be on and Ted Nugent. And um, nice. we had great guests. So I was talking to Anna and I'm like, I'm banned. What am I going to do? She goes, you know what? And now this was a couple of years ago, like two years ago. She said, you you should this is the first time i'm speaking about this publicly she goes you know what you should do 
the state of Florida just passed a law where if you're running for public office, they have to reinstate your social media accounts because that's basically the town square. <laughs> so she said, I say you know what? The agriculture, <laughs> you guys are going to love this. The agricultural commissioner for the state of Florida at that time was open. You should just put your name on the ballot. Yeah. You should just put your name on the ballot and don't tell anyone. I'm like, hmm, wow. Hmm, maybe because then if I put my name on the ballot and then I secretly go to Twitter and go, you guys got to reinstate me. Right. So I talked to Ted about it. And he goes, if you put your name on the ballot, people will know about it and you'll win. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, I don't want that. I don't want a job or anything. Like, Whoa, I don't know if I want that job. <laughs> so then, so this, it gets even a little bit more um, in depth. You guys asked if I wanted to stay an hour and a half. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> We're okay. We're totally okay. Sorry, um, Conley. <laughs> sorry. So there's just a little bit more to the story. So I did some researching and found out that the agricultural commissioner in the state of Florida is the one who hands out the concealed weapons permits. No way. Yes. Wow. Way. That's wow. kind of cool. <laughs> so then, you know, a lot of these things have been going through my mind at the time. Like, again, we got to stand up and fight. We can't let this happen to our country. And he goes, I tell you, Ted said to me, because he gets, especially during election time, everybody and their brother wants his endorsement. So he has a team of people who seek out the best candidates. They'll look at where a candidate is running, what their background is, what their chances are, and then Ted will may or may not endorse them. Right. So yeah. he said, why don't you talk to these guys? So they're a group of six guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, okay. One of the guys' name is Charlie. So I called Charlie and I go, here's a, here's a scoop. Yeah, I'm banned on Twitter, <laughs> so I want to get into <laughs> politics. That doesn't make any sense at all. But hear me out. What if I just put my name on the ballot and, you know, we don't tell anybody. So he goes, let me, we're going to talk about this and we'll get back with you. So a week later, he calls me. All six of the guys are on the phone call. And he goes, I'm not, he goes, well, we talked about it. And we don't think you should run for agricultural commissioner. We think you should run for something bigger. And I'm not going to tell you what that position is, but it wasn't governor, but it was a significant position. And I'm like, oh, I, I actually considered it for oh. about a month. Really? I, I talked to my son about it and I said, they're going to come after us. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. They're going to come after us big time they'll come after everybody in our family anything i've ever done they're gonna come after us my son was like all for it ted said no because he's oh. been through it he doesn't want to go through it anymore he he, he, knows, he knows he's, he's been through that well not well, his first rodeo you know not only that you know this all of the stuff that he's been through he said, look, they're going to use that against you. And it won't be, now I know why people like Governor Sarah Palin, who I would call a friend, when she pulled out of the race, because she didn't want to cost the taxpayers money. She didn't want her election to, to really 
create such, you know, it's, it's a shame what people are going through that the, the name calling and the, the backlash, yeah. you know, it prevents good people not saying that I'm one of those, but it prevents good people from getting into politics. We need public servants who don't look for a paycheck. They're not in it yes. for a paycheck. They're in it for one reason, because it's the right thing to do and they can help people. And I, I already thought about somebody would say, well, what would be your platform on X, Y, or Z? That's easy. The answer to everything was God, family, country. Yes. Whatever God wants me to do, if it's okay with my family and it's good for the country, I would do it. Yeah. Simple. Nice and simple. Yeah. It's simple. I like it. That's awesome. I would totally vote for you if I was in Texas. <laughs> well, Michigan was, uh, that was actually on the radar as well because we do have a home in Michigan. Oh, so, yeah. And we all know what's going on with Michigan right now. You, you'd go as far as to unseat Gretchen Wichmer? <laughs> which, which, which Gretchmer? The Grinch? The thing is, again, it's oh, a shame she's horrible. because your life as you know it would be over. You would yeah. be, you would be, and I think I even talked to Scott about this. I talked to Pastor Anthony. You would be going literally going to battle against satan every day every yeah. day like you have yeah. no idea yeah. you think you're battling now you have no idea oh yeah for sure so anyways here i am talking to you guys and this is the official godcast <laughs> <laughs> our little pod but you know god uses yes god's gonna use your testimony things, yeah. right i mean yeah. he used a shepherd boy to defeat goliath you know, one stone. So yep. I think that he likes to do that because then he shines the brightest. Yeah. You know, let's talk let's about just, salvation. Yeah. Let's talk about salvation. If I can ask for anyone here tonight who's with us live in chat, have you been saved? If the answer is no, I can almost assure you, I can almost certainly assure you. But that's why you're here tonight. It was by no mistake. It's not by chance. It's exactly the reason why you're here. Uh, Romans 10.13 says, Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you like what God has done in Shemaine's life, and you would like to see the Lord do that for yours. You can. Right now, I've opened up the call-in feature. You can call in, and we'll pray together. We'll pray to Jesus together, and we can handle that together. Uh, if I can, I'd like to read right now Romans 10.9. And again, the call-in feature, it's open. If anyone would like to receive salvation, call in. We have a prayer of surrender we can read together, and uh, we'll pray together. But Romans 10, 9 through 10 reads that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So if you've not called in and you're just simply listening to the recording, that is awesome too. Jesus loves you. And if you would just simply confess with your mouth 
that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And if you truly believe that in your heart, then you are saved. It is that easy. Uh, if I can, I'll direct you to our Telegram page. On Telegram, it's this is an official Godcast testimony and salvations page. We also have our prayer of surrender that's listed there as well in print form. And you could simply read the prayer of surrender. Salvation is very simple. You don't need a high IQ to understand it. Uh, quite simply, if if you can understand if 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 you can understand that you're a sinner and repent of your sins and believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, then you're saved. It's very simple. All right, so no one's called in, so we're going to go right ahead. Again, if you go to our Telegram page, it's our prayer of surrender. You can also find Romans 10, 9 through 10 there. Um, you can also find Romans 10, 9 in the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, please get a hold of Mary or myself, and we will mail one to you. Uh, we'd be more than happy to pray with you after the show as well, if you'd like. You can contact us at thisisanofficialgodcast at gmail.com. And for those listening that are saved, please, I want to encourage you You've heard Shemaine's testimony tonight. It was beautiful. And I know it was very moving to, 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 the, to our listeners uh, that are listening live, but also to our future listeners who will be listening to the recording. I want to encourage you listeners that are listening now, please go out and give your testimony as well. I know each and every single one of you have someone that you love dearly in your life that does not know God. And they're not going to know God unless you tell them about God. And a great way to do that is by giving your testimony. Let that person know what God has done in your life. And then ask that question I just asked. Do you want to be saved today? Want to give your life to Jesus? Don't be afraid to ask that question. That's why we're all here. Matthew 28. It's a great commission. You're here to make disciples of others. And then to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's why we're here. That is the that is why we are here, folks. All right, back to announcements. Again, next week we're going to have CJ Hicks. And the week after that, we're going to have Little Red Rocking Chair. I'd like to encourage you guys to be here next week. It's uh, CJ Hicks, a personal friend of mine. He's a great, great man of God. He's a Sunday school teacher. He's one of the elders at my church. Um, he's got an incredible testimony, and I uh, would like, just like to encourage you all to be here. Mary, do you have any announcements? Anything you're thinking of that I missed? Mary, Miss Mary? Miss Mary? Um, no, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, just, you know, going on with this. It's pretty, pretty amazing what God's doing. So, And I am so thankful for you coming on tonight shemaine i mean wow just you shine so bright i wish you guys could all just see her Aww. she just shines so bright so and you can tell mm -hmm. it in your voice mm -hmm. too, so. i don't <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you, you. you've been a blessing so, to everyone here at bars nation since day one thank you so Aww. much on well, from all you. of us i love getting on You're the chats doll. and i love communicating with people and giving my two cents here and there i think people you know i People see the last name and they want to, you know, see who Ted Nugent's married to. But I've had somebody tell me that on Facebook because I was doing a survey once and they said, 
you know, I ask him, what do you come here for? Why are you following me? You know, asking my people, how can I serve you better? And, and one guy said, I wanted to see who Ted Nugent was married to, but then I stayed because of your message. Mm. Awesome. So, and, and, and that's not to, to take over your show again, but that's why I oh. wrote my first book, um, Married to a Rockstar. And I told that story, part of that story. At the end of the book, I'll never forget this. Um, I was at Sean, we were on Sean Hannity. Remember back on, on Fox when he had uh, Hannity and Combs? Yeah. Yes. So yes. I was on Hannity and minutes before I'm walking into the studio, Sean knows Ted, we've, we've known Sean. And um, Ted goes, I'll come on with you. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm talking about this book <laughs> where I actually tell everybody. Um, so I, I told my story about, you know, uh, why I wrote the book and that if I could just help one person, it would be worth yes. helping. Yes. It would be worth writing this book. Yes. So I literally turned on my, we, we get done with the interview, leaving the studio. I turn on my phone, somebody, a friend of mine texted and said, like an acquaintance said, I think my husband's having an affair. And I, she goes, I don't know what to do. And I walked her through what I did, you know, and that's, yeah. And I think that's, there's my one, there's my one person why I wrote the book, but no, I think it's really important what you guys are doing. You're making a difference in people's lives and allowing them to give their testimony and also allowing them to call in and share with, with you and everybody else. It's, it's so big and so needed at this time. Yeah. You know, uh, Ron has really, um, inc you know, we talked a little bit before the we went live about the salvation aspect, and and he has a heart for that, and um, he has often encouraged everyone he comes across, uh, especially me too, but that everyone should be familiar with how to bring someone to Christ, and that um, we shouldn't be afraid of it. We should be, you know, it's not some big mystery you know, thing, it's really just seeing somebody right where they're at. And that, you know, that's the one person thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, the, it, it's like the jump rope thing. You gotta, you gotta yes. find your rhythm. You gotta get in there. <laughs> yes. I loved also what you said. Um, you meant, you made mention of buoying up mm. like yeah. uh, the atmosphere or something that really has stuck with me tonight. And that, um, I just am a firm believer in that, just, you know, lifting the atmosphere, uh, you know, when you bring Christ into conversation and, you know, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. And Jeff, what say you, brother? What Any last I, words from you? I say it was great. You know, there's nothing I like better than talking about Jesus. Always have, always will. And, you know, I think that's a good point we're not all Charles Stanley or David, David Jeremiah or yeah. a lot of the others folks just realize if, if, if you just lead one person to Jesus, mm -hmm. you've done your job, but if there's more than that, Hey, that's great too. But you're told to go out into the world and preach the gospel. And that word preach doesn't mean you got to have a degree necessarily, but it just means to share Jesus with someone. And it, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know God's word, the inside and out. Remember where the passages are, all that. You just simply share, hey, can I tell you what Jesus has done for me in my life and where I used to be 
I used to be an alcoholic or I used to be a drug addict or I come from a broken home. But let me tell you where I am now. And let me tell you how God has worked with me. And he's took some of these things out of my life. And he's still working with me on some of these other things. It's that simple, folks. You don't, you don't have to be an expert. But here's one thing I know for sure. If you don't open your mouth and you don't begin the conversation to share with, yep. then they're not going to hear it from you. Now, they may hear it from someone else. And someone else may get your reward for leading someone. And you shouldn't be doing it for the reward. Don't get me wrong. You're not. That's not why I do it. But just go out and talk to someone. You know, I do it all the time. If I'm at a gas pump, God lays on my heart through the Holy Spirit. Hey, go over and talk to that person. I will. They probably think I'm a nut. I don't really care. I'm a big dude. I'm six foot, 290 pounds. Okay. I'm, I'm a big dude. And I don't care. I'm, I've been married for 33 years. I love my wife to death. And, and I have nothing to, you know, for anybody to look at or anything else. So, but one of my point is this, share Jesus with someone because that's what it's going to take. You can't let everybody else do it. Sometimes God puts in your life, each person sitting here tonight, each person in chat, God is going to put someone in your life directly, make no mistake, directly for you to have an opportunity to share about your Lord and Savior. Don't miss that opportunity. Yes. And, and you, you know, never know where those people will be. In yes. Your life. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, coming from someone, you know, I have got lost, I mean, my kids. So I pray every day that there's going to be somebody that's going to step into his life. And maybe it won't be the one that's going to, you know, with a big bow on the end and it's going to lead him to the cross. But every little step, you know, I pray for those people to have courage, you know, to step into people's life because it's, it's the life and death. It really is. And yes. you could, you could be the answer to some mother's prayer mm -hmm. way, way out there. That's a yeah. good way to put it. So, yeah. And even if you don't bring them to Jesus, you know, just bring in whatever God leads you to bring to that person at that particular time that they're ready to handle. So, yeah. And let God do the rest and yes. he will. Yes, he will. Yeah. Well, thank Jeff, you, everybody. I gotta say, uh, you have the most amazing backdrop. <laughs> I, I get a lot of compliments on that. Oh my goodness! Is that you know, a, is that a green screen? It's not. It's actually um, it's just the actual Zoom background. It does a phenomenal job. If you look in my headset, oh okay, the, gotcha. Wonder you can see through it, but oh, you know, I pick Ron. with Duncan, I pick with Duncan a lot of times. I tell him, I say, when when I get to heaven and the Lord sends me back to fight on the earth, this is I going want. To I want to show up like that too. We really got to step it up, Ron. I don't know how to do that. I, I'm not that That's, talented. That is an amazing backdrop. Powerful. I love it. I love it. it says a lot. You know, it gives mm -hmm. you the, the armor. It gives you the swords. It gives you the Archangel Michael. It also gives you the American flag, the patriotism, you know, and, and it speaks a lot of stuff and that's why I chose it. I love, you know, I love God first and foremost, and I love my family second, and I will die for this country. Yep. Listen to that, whoever listens, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I will Amen. die for this country because this is not just my country. It is my home. Amen, brother. Yes, I believe that. I think I'm going to be searching on Zoom for a background. What do you think? <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Stay tuned next week. I'm like the zebra skin back there. You know, I know there, she's got something really great going on there. I was too. sitting there wondering a while ago. I wonder, has it ever crossed your mind to make that like the uh, muddy girl camo with the maybe the pink and black stripes? 
Ooh, ooh, no, but you could paint that. Yeah, white. maybe. Wow, that sounds interesting. I might, <laughs> I might have to consider that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the idea. All right, Can Mary. What do you say? You want to close out? I think you yeah. froze. Oh. All right, Mary's going to yeah, close us out in prayer. Okay. Thank you, Mary. Lord, here we are again on another Friday night with you. And my face hurts from smiling so much, Lord, because you've really brought it tonight. And I just thank you and I praise you for, for everything that you're, you've been doing, even leading up to this, Lord. It's not lost on me, all the steps and things that had to happen for this. And so um, I just, I, I just love your orchestration, Lord. It's amazing. And Lord, I just want to lift up Shemaine and her family and um, just thank you again for bringing her for such a time as this right here tonight. And uh, we just, Lord, bless her. Bless her more than she can even imagine. And I know that she feels your love, Lord. But I even ask for even a special dose, even just right now in this very moment, that she'll just feel so much of your love right now. And Lord, I, I, I lift up everybody who would be hearing her testimony tonight and that um, it would just be a divine appointment for them with you. And Lord, I also want to lift up, um, I didn't notice a lot of uh, prayer requests in the chat. Um, but again, you know, like we say every week, Lord, you know, you know everybody's challenges and you know everybody's praises, you know everybody's heart. So um, we don't have to worry so much about that. But um, I do know that um, I just want to lift up Jay Cress comes to mind right now. He's one of our B-dads here, and I think he's in chat. And he's had a few prayer requests in the last week um, about his family. And specifically, Lord, we want to pray a healing and a restoration for his mom. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray a healing over, over her. We pray a restoration. We, we just pray that... Um, more than even physically, that she would feel your presence in every moment. And I, I pray, uh, Lord, that Holy Spirit, you would just increase their relationship even with each other just to be even closer through this. And I also pray for, um, you know, some other family members that he's got some challenges with, Lord. I Again, I pray a healing mind, body, and soul over him and his family. And everyone that was even lifted up today in, in bended knee, there were so many prayers that were that were prayed to by Scott on on Bards of Him on the bended knee. And I just want to pray in agreement for all of those today. And I thank you in advance for every prayer that's answered in every prayer that's answered in the way that you in your will, Lord, in your will. And so it's beyond our understanding. For the most part so um and lord i pray for i just lift up this this 
message that was said tonight. And whether someone's in chat right now and they heard something they needed to hear, or if it's even years from now, that they'll be brought closer to you through it. And we give you all the glory, Lord. Every bit of it, we give you all the glory, less of us and more of you. And again, I just praise you and thank you for um, just this opportunity. Help us, um, help us stay in line with what you want and your will in it. And bring people in, Lord. We want to be a part of that. We love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mary. All right, I'll play us out a song to us out to get us out of here. But before I do, uh, just to thank you one more time, Shemaine, for coming. Thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. You're such a blessing to us all. Thank you. My pleasure. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yes, we're pleasure is ours. We're honored. Thank you. All right, I'm going to let us off of the song. Uh, but before I do, my dearest friends, let us not forget we're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior. So please share this with someone you love who does not know God. Until next week. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, I cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that gonna cut him down well my goodness gracious let me tell you the news my head's been wet with the midnight dew i've been down on bended knee talking to the man from galilee he spoke to me with a voice so sweet i thought i heard the shuffle of angels sweet he called my name and my heart stood still when he said, John, go do my will, go tell that long-tongued liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him God's gonna cut him down, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand, working in the dark against your fellow man. But as sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut you down. 
Tell them that God's gonna cut you down. Tell them that God's gonna cut you down. All right, everybody. I want to thank you once again for joining us. And please join us next week, same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Podbean. Until then, have a great week. We love you guys. Goodbye. Love you. Have a great week.